This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to the final independent travel podcast of the week with me, Simon Calder. And I'm talking to you from beautiful Paddington Basin. This is the uh, lovely canal side area that's just a few steps from Paddington Station. And certainly if you happen to have a long wait before a train, it's well worth coming out here. Plenty of places to eat, drink and watch the maritime world go by. And I fear you may have quite a lot of time to spend a bit of time watching the boats go by because, of course, we are now looking at a world once again in which there are many, many rail strikes. Uh, Yesterday we heard that... uh, the drivers' union, ASLEF, had voted, well, they voted overwhelmingly at eight train operators to strike. They have now decided that they are going to go on strike on the 30th of uh, July. That's a Saturday, and I think that's really significant because the um, uh, rail workers have thought well we want to uh, go on strike when we do the most damage of course and that's absolutely understandable and they've decided that that's now going to be at the weekend so that's why the train drivers have gone for Saturday the 30th remember we've already got a strike coming up on the 27th of July but on top of that which will be the fourth day of national rail strikes this summer The RMT very significantly last night said, yeah, and we're now going to have a strike on the 18th, that's a Thursday, and the 20th, that's a Saturday of August. And they are doing that because they recognise that uh, since Covid, commuters are not the most significant portion of uh, the rail travelling public. It's actually leisure travellers. And what better they would see in order to further their aims for protecting their jobs, for uh, protecting their terms and conditions and for seeking a uh, pay rise that will match the inflation rate, Uh, what better than to um, strike at a time when people are going off on day trips or going off on holidays. Now, of course, we are a month, over a month away from those uh, strike dates. But I just want to sound a warning, which is that looking at the rhetoric that we are seeing from each side, it looks as though they are digging in and expecting a long summer. Uh, Mick Lynch, the media uh, star as he has become, said the rail industry and the government need to understand that this dispute will not simply vanish. They need to get serious about providing an offer on pay which helps deal with the cost of living crisis, job security for our members and provides good conditions at work. Um, That last point by the way of course nobody is going to say to them right you've got to go from a 
35 or 40 hour week to a 45 or 50 hour week. Um, although actually because of the way that the rail industry is structured, many of them do long hours because they work lots of overtime to keep Sunday services running. Um, what it is, is that there are all kinds of practices and they do sometimes stretch back to the Victorian era, um, which the uh, rail unions recognise will be eventually negotiated away, but they understandably want to um, uh, get a percentage out of that. And so that is why that particular term is so significant. On job cuts, there is a general decision by certainly Network Rail that they need fewer staff, um, and that will come in, um, again, uh, they, the, the unions have said they don't want any mandatory redundancies and Network Rail have kind of agreed that that will happen. But Andrew Haynes, who is the chief executive of Network Rail, said that the decision by the RMT to call another two days of strike really undermined their claim that they were willing to negotiate. He said, by announcing even more strike dates, the RMT has dropped any pretense that this is about reaching a deal. It's clear that the best interests of our passengers and our staff are taking second place to the union boss's political campaign. In other words, what the most powerful man in the railways is saying, and by the way, Andrew Haynes is also going to be chief executive of Great British Railways, which is a kind of reincarnated uh, British Rail. What he is saying is that this is a political fight which um, uh, isn't actually to do with finding the best solution for modernising the railways, making them more efficient and living in an age where, unfortunately for the railway industry, there are fewer commuters who are bankrolling the whole train set. So that's what he's saying. Meanwhile, of course, um, the uh, Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, who has ended his um, hopes of being Prime Minister, uh, is accusing the rail unions of... Uh, uh, simply doing this for political purposes as well and he's calling it Labour's strike which is interesting since I think there's been a Conservative Prime Minister for the last 12 years but I may be wrong. The long and the short of it is that this is a political fight. I'm very much reminded of the early 1980s of government taking on unions and vice versa. Um, bear in mind that we do effectively have a once again nationalised railway and maybe both sides are in their kind of comfort zone uh, the unions portraying this as being all about um, uh, doing down the workers the government saying this is what government under Labour would look like which I think is stretching things a bit but there we are what it means for you is, let's run through the strike. So they're starting as early as tomorrow on uh, Hull trains and then a week tomorrow on Hull trains and um, Greater Anglia, that's the train drivers. Then there's we're all out on the RMT, which will cut services back on the 27th of July, also the 18th and the 20th of August. Because network rail signalers are involved, that's also going to have the effect of... Um, displacing services immediately before the strike date and on the morning after and yeah the train drivers for those eight train operators striking on the uh, 30th of 
July, that's a Saturday. Not to forget, of course, the Transport Sound Reed Staff Association, who are having many votes, um, but uh, white-collar workers working for Avanti West Coast will be going on strike on the 27th of July. I'm not being impolite to the union to say I'm not sure that many travellers will notice because there's not going to be many trains anyway. So wherever you're going, good luck. I hope you have a happy and sunny weekend. And bear in mind that if you're travelling next week by rail, well, expect speed restrictions and general disarray because of the extreme heat. Thanks very much for listening. I will talk to you again on Monday. Goodbye. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.